What is up, people? It is I, Venice, not like the beach, and this is the latest blather. OMG, you guys, I literally just recorded a 40-minute rant, and it had no audio, so it's probably a sign that I should um, shut my ass up. So this podcast went from what was originally supposed to be a New Year's resolution slash goals type vibe to a how I feel about gossip and oversharing to now, I don't know, um, a mixture of gossip and not sharing and cause who needs another new year's resolutions podcast? Like maybe I'll still do another one for y'all. Maybe I'll double upload this week, but <clears throat> I'm in my car right now cause it was too loud in the hotel, but yes, I'm still in some random hotel in Los Angeles <laughs> and I couldn't expect my kids to be small, quiet in a small space. So I came to my car um, to re-record this episode, so it won't be too long. Um, I think I'm going to change the vibe to being mindful about who um, deserves to be in your life slash all of the things, because I will admit (laughs) the other one, the other episode was a heavy rant about me being pissed off (laughs) about my current situation. So I guess let's start with defining relationships. So we have family, we have friends, and we have romantic interest. I believe that all people fall under relationship category. It just depends on the relationship. So for me, I have classes kind of like how they have celebrities. <laughs> like I have my A-list group, I have my B-list group, I have my C-list group, and I have my D-list group. So for D-listers, that means I have no opinion on you. I just met you just now. Like, you seem fine, but I know n- no information. F-lister means you were once in the top of my friend list, but I had to remove you from my friend group for whatever reason. A-list is like besties, can trust you with everything. B-list is you're a good time. Like, I can, I can have surface-level conversation with you. Maybe share a secret or two, but, like... I can't really have high expectations of where this conversation is going to go. And this isn't necessarily just a safe space between the two. So I mentioned in my last, my first episode that I am in a humongous transitional period in my life. I left a nine-year relationship, my apartment, um, also my children's father, um, just because I needed to have peace in my life. So I, during this time, because this was such a huge transitional period, had to talk about it with, not had to, but decided to talk about it with a little bit too many people. Now my business has been shared down lines of people who I don't even understand why they know any information about me, which is why I started talking about it on TikTok. Like since y'all gonna talk about it, I'm gonna talk about it. But the reason I talked about gossip is just because, and oversharing is because I didn't have to share as much detail about every move I was making in my life. So oversharing provides the recipe for gossip. Gossip being people just sharing information about your life just because they don't want to. Most people who like to gossip, who like live for gossip, because some people just like, oh, my God, guess what I heard. But like some people live for gossip to the point where they're willing to blow your phone up, find out information. So for me, I had multiple people blowing my phone up to find out information just so they can have something to talk about. Sometimes those people are bored. Sometimes those people just don't want to look into the inner workings of their own life. So they like to talk about other people's lives. 
some people are looking to be validated and some people are genuinely just haters. They want somebody's downfall to prey on. So they look for information and people to hate on for no reason. Like you don't have to have hurt them. They just like information. So oversharing for me, I've had to learn the hard way that, oh, and I forgot a type of person before I go there. There are some people who are also just opportunists. I feel like they're just coming from a place of greed, but some people in people in LA call them opportunists. Um, but some people are just looking for someone to latch on to so they can go along for the ride because that person say like you're the type of person like me who's who's always on an upward climb like even when I fall down I get up higher than I was before and some people look to latch on to that because they don't want to do the work themselves or it's easier to just latch on to this other person's gold bag of coins so they're trying to latch on to you so oversharing is a recipe to invite all those unwanted entities into your life and to also be surrounded by too many opinions like everyone in your life is going to have a bajillion opinions some of them are just coming from a place of love they really just want to see you do great sometimes people in their want to, to do great can put their own fears onto you like express their anxieties and their fears and then suddenly you're anxious and fearful about some shit you wasn't even worried about so sometimes oversharing is just not even it's not even necessarily someone has ill intent for you it's just not like you have to make your decision and stand on it and um I guess gossip comes into play because what you overshare is often gossiped about amongst all those parties or um, absorbed into someone who wants to use you. So I say all that to say there's a reason that there is a beauty to being private and I'm normally an extremely private person. I think that's why the first podcast episode I recorded I was extremely livid and pissed and yelling into the microphone <laughs> quite frankly now that I'm re-recording it it feels like a much more peaceful space because I think I was just going off to the air <laughs> but for me I'm a pretty private person and once I make my decision I usually make those like I, either with a partner but now I'm single but like with a partner or the part um or the partner and God usually God first I'm not used to having a thousand different opinions thrown at me about how I should live my life. I'm the driver of my life. And when people try to drive me, I've noticed for myself that I also um, can be triggered just because of my past and my childhood. Like I had to get very stand uh, stern. I had to get very stern on my boundaries and like speaking for myself just because I've encountered a lot of people in my life that um, take like when you're being blunt. It's really I've learned when you're being blunt and someone can't receive it, it's usually just because they don't like hearing shit that they don't want to hear. They don't like having to do shit they don't want to do or being told no or being told the opposite of what they want. Like they're used to people pleaser type of personalities or like they're used to being able to manipulate people on their in their favor. So for me, the people in my A-list friend group, those people come to me for my overly bluntness, right? They come to me because they know I'm not going to say no bullshit to you. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to just say whatever makes you smile. Like if I have to say some shit that's real that you might not like, I'm going to say it. But not everybody is equipped to take that on. Some people don't want you to tell them no to the point that they're willing to have a tantrum. With that being said, when it comes to deciding who, at least for me, um, belongs in my life, if you have no emotional growth, like, I just can't. Like, and when that comes to friends, that comes to family members I entertain. Your family members can have class levels, too. Like, you could be that family letter, that family member that I come to for everything. Or you can be that family member that I just see at the cookout. Like, genuinely. And 
sometimes in life you have to reposition your friends. People talk a lot about uh, cutting people out, but sometimes it's also about reweeding. Like you can be a A-list friend today, but like you show your true colors and now suddenly you're a C-list. Like, oh, I feel like she barely talks to me. Like she only, I found out about the good news on IG. Like she didn't call me. I didn't call you because I, you're not a safe space. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me in this transitional period in my life, I overshared out of just fear because I had to make a huge choice and like disrupt the foundation a little bit in my life in order to build a new one. Um, and it just led to everyone knowing my business. Some people want to know it just because they want to, they want to see the best for me and they're actually genuinely concerned. Some people couldn't wait to hear it because they just want you to fail. Some people can't wait to think what that means for them. Like, Ooh, does that mean I can get something? you know? And it's just a very frustrating place to be. And I'm not used to it. So I'm finding myself being more like going backwards in time when it comes to anger. Like I'm getting pissed off. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I'm pissed off. I don't appreciate that. Uh, and it's just reminding me why I got really private. You know what I'm saying? Like it's reminding me because I don't really like everyone talking to me about me, but not talking to me. So it's very frustrating to walk into a room of quite literally 15 to 20 people and everyone knows your business, but you didn't say shit to nobody but two. So it's like, how's everybody? You know what I'm saying? Clearly I spoke with a non-safe space and not only is it a non-safe space, some of you just want to know my business just to fucking know it. Don't even really quite frankly care how it turns out. And then some really just want to know my business to see if they can latch on to whatever I'm doing. A lot of people in my life, I don't know if any other entrepreneurial type of people or some like or other people who really can like just move mountains. Like, I don't know. I'm not even trying to be on my high horse, but like I'm the type I will move a mountain if I can. Like I will definitely move a mountain. And some people want you to move that mountain for you, but for them, like they don't want to do the work. They want you to do the work. And it's extremely a lot of pressure. And for me, I had to do a lot of growth on um, inner work on myself just because I personally feel like I was molded and taught to put myself, my emotional needs, needs, myself, my emotional needs, my like everything that Venice needed last. And it started from a very young age, from childhood. So as an adult, I had to learn how to weed out bad boyfriends, how to weed out bad friends and like really stand on business with who belongs in my life and who gets to know the inner workings of my life. And I went backwards in my growth by oversharing. And now here we are. I'm in a place where like I'm getting pissed off, ready to go off on everybody, ready to go to recluse. Because one thing about me is I will go recluse real quick if too many people are on my shit, because I'm not, I'm 33 now, I'm entering 2024, I'm not about to be having anyone around me that disrupts my peace. And I think that basically I'm saying in this podcast, if that's you, like stand on your peace, bro. Pieces of God. This is not necessarily just a Christian podcast, but I am heavily spiritual, God, angels, the enemy, like I will, I operate in God. Um, I may not be a Bible thumping Christian, but like I am God first, period. So you're going to hear about God. <laughs> like if, this, if you can't stand to hear about God, then this might not be your podcast, love. But I say that to say, um, I feel like when someone is leeching onto you when it comes to greed, greed, I'm telling you, like, I don't know. For me, I, I receive it as fact because I've seen it. But when people are looking to see what's going on in the inner workings of your life from a greedy perspective, I think that shit goes deep into the spiritual realm. I think, okay, I hope you can keep up. So when something is meant for you, 
right? Say God has something amazing for you, like something he knows your heart and knows that you deserve something amazing and he wants to give it to you. But then there's this person, greed comes from a dark place. So this person is operating in darkness. It doesn't have to be, it's no one specific. It doesn't have to be a boyfriend. It doesn't have to be, it could be a friend, a boyfriend, girlfriend, cousin, whoever the fuck. Someone operating in a space of greed is just going to taint what you have going on to the point where you may not get it. And that is so true. Like I've seen it. I know it. So it's really important to weed people in and out your life and also to stay private and stay prayed up because you don't want anybody to be gathering together in a group to pray you fail. That's an energy that's being put out into to the atmosphere, as well as you don't want to give the space for a greedy person to leech onto you and latch onto you to where God can't give you what he wants to give you because you got the wrong people in your life. The first step for me to stepping into my blessing was getting rid of the wrong people, period. And I'm not and I'm no longer tolerating anything less. And when it comes to coddling, some people cannot take the truth. They need their emotions heavily coddled. I don't know what it is about 30s, but for me, I'm at a place in my life where I will not and refuse and will not change it. I'm not coddling anybody's emotions other than my children. Children deserve coddling their babies. That's what coddling is for. But an adult, another grown human, if I can't speak to you and tell you exactly what is needed to be said without you getting so emotionally distraught that you can't handle it, I just no longer am interested in having those type of people in my life. And maybe somebody else out here needs to hear it because some people can't even hear that you have a boundary for yourself because it goes against what that person wants from you. People who have boundary issues they don't like boundaries because they use people. Why else would a boundary bother you? A boundary bothers you because they want to use you and manipulate you however they see fit. And you're setting up a boundary, which is blocking them from what they want to do. So sometimes it causes a tantrum. It causes them to say, oh my God, you're telling me no. Oh my God, you're not letting me do what I want to do. I can't take that. Like if you can't take that love, I quite frankly don't give a fuck anymore. Like, and that's just like, now I'm speaking for multiple people. Like if you know me and you know what's going on, you might just assume that I'm talking about one person in particular, but I'm genuinely speaking about more than one. When it comes to boundaries, if, you, if a person cannot receive a boundary, say your boundary is simple. Hey, like, I don't really like it when you open my cabinet. Like me, I don't really give a fuck. My friends go open my cabinet. But you know what I'm saying? Like some people like, if a person just can't tolerate that you said that, why the fuck do you need to go in my cabinet so bad? Like, why can't I have a boundary? And then sometimes it's not even like just boundaries. It's also just um, people who like can't hear what they don't want to hear. Those type of people too. They're all like, sometimes they all have all the same traits. So let me give an example. You make it clear. It goes back to boundaries. You say like, this isn't true about me, but like, I'm gonna just give an example. Say you say, the color blue, like, genuinely makes me nauseous. I cannot receive it. I hate it. I don't like it. How I've been feeling lately is, like, I can say something that bluntly. And people in my life would do something to the metaphorical equivalent of coming to my house with a blue shirt and a blue gift bag with blue tissue paper and a blue tag on it that says Merry fucking Christmas with a blue bow. Like, so you want me to vomit. Like, I specifically said. So it just makes me in a place where I'm like, bruh. Like, did I not, what it really is, is you cannot expect rational responses from irrational people. 
And that's just what it boils down to. And sometimes it's hard to accept that the people that don't need to be in certain places in your life, because I don't really like to speak on who belongs in your life. That is a choice solely up to the individual. But sometimes on where people's placement is, it gets hurtful that someone you thought was an A-list, like this is my best friend or the person, I, my confidant, the person I go to has to be removed because it's no longer a safe space. Say you can't say your business endeavors without them being stolen from you. Say you can't say a thing you're working on without the world knowing on it about it before you know about before you say anything about it. Say you can't say what's going on in your relationship without everybody knowing your business. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a safe space. I don't care who it is. I don't care if you've been if that person's been your friend since you were two. That's not your A-list friend. If it's not a safe space, because what what happens for me, like I'm the type of person, I don't really do surface level, which is probably why I started a podcast. I don't really have a lot of surface level topics. I run out of conversation very quickly, which is why I come off social, socially awkward in situations because I don't be knowing what surface level shit to talk about. I'm overly deep, like so overly deep. I just genuinely can't. So for me specifically, I don't really even have C-list friends. Like I just have A-list friends. I just be like, oh, I'll see the other people when I see them. But like, on my day to day, like when I go out, I call those same A-listers. Like I don't really spend time with those because sometimes I just genuinely cannot find it in me to have a conversation. I feel like I'm bottling in who I naturally am. But some people have a lot of those different type of friends. They have like 15, 20 girlfriends and some of them are really close to them and they can tell anything, but they're telling everything to all of them. For me, I've weeded all that shit out years ago. Like, I just can't. Like, I don't even I don't even know how to do that. Like, I'm more likely to just not talk at all because I don't know what the fuck to talk about to people who can't handle deep shit or I can't say certain shit too. So I just be like, I don't have time. But some people truly do have time to entertain all these different people. Like, say they're an extrovert and they have a thousand quadrillion friends. Me personally, I just feel, I find it hard to trust those type of people because you can't blend with 15 to 20 people. Like, I just don't understand. But anyways, I kind of lost my train of thought, but my point is you sometimes are, it's, it can be fucking hurtful to realize like, damn, I thought like you was that one, but like, I can't talk to you about this girl, do what you got to do or sir, go do what you got to do. I don't care if you got to go in the shower and cry to get what we're supposed to do to get what we're supposed to get and where we're supposed to get in life. The first step is to let go of that energy because it all is bigger than just a conversation. Gossip is bigger than that. If you're feeding a room, you know how they say like in prayer, in a prayer in a group is strong, right? So imagine if just as strong as the prayer for positive, you are giving 15, say, just like, say you're a celebrity, give a perfect example. They have hundreds of thousands of people who hate them for no fucking reason and hope they fail. That is, oh, hell no. Like for me, I just can't. And that's why private being private is important everything is shared on social media these days i'm guilty of it when i have an endeavor or something amazing in my life the first thing i want to do is post about it on social media everybody does it we all fucking do that shit but there's a reason that you post about it after it happens <laughs> you know there's a reason that you you post about it not while you're thinking about doing it because that's not a safe space but like when you say hey like i'm open to receiving a congratulations about this thing or you're going through something fucked up so you go on a hiatus and you come back when shit's right like because you don't want everybody on the fucking internet in your business like you know what i'm saying for me hey everybody's talking about my shit everybody in my if when when it's all the people in your life is talking about your shit you feel like it's everybody like so for me everybody in my life is talking about what the fuck i got going on calling me for the update and i'm not used to it and then also i just want to speak heavy on receiving too much opinion because if you have prayed on it and you spoke to yourself about it, and you made a decision 
when you have 12 different people coming from 12 different angles, putting all their shit and all their thoughts and all their tweaking into your life, you can lose sight of the goal and lose sight of what God put on your heart or what you feel solid in. Suddenly you're shaking in your boots. Like, oh, is this the right thing? Like, I don't know. Cause if somebody, so-and-so over here said over there, so-and-so over there said, I can't like, I can't carry around anyone's anxiousness. I can't carry around all too many opinions. I need to steer my life. I don't know about most, but for me, I march to the beat of my own drum always. I'm going to do what's best for my family, period. I'm going to do what's best for me, period. And you're just going to have to accept that. So that's what those A-list, that's what your A-list friends do. They'll say, hey, like, girl, whatever you're doing, I support you. Some people, let's go there since we're having a podcast. Some people get so heavily offended deeply that you don't take their opinion that they will need emotionally co- emotional coddling. I fucking can't. Like, I just fucking can't. If I, if you say, hey, I think you should wear the red shirt tonight and I come in the pink one and you take personal fucking offense, that's just a metaphor. I just low key, like you're no longer, your strength is like, your lack of strength is distasteful. You should be able to hear like, okay, I, um, my opinion wasn't received that way, but like, bro, like that's what, that's what boils down to confidence. And I do give people space to grow. If you grow and you come back and you've reached me and my emotional maturity, because it really boils down to that. Hey, maybe we can re-receive each other with open arms. But for me personally, I have no space in my life for people who lack emotional growth. Just none. And that came for my ex. That comes for family. That comes from old friends. That comes, I just can't. And like, I'm standing on business this year. Look, don't fucking talk to me with your shit. Like, if you're going to have a tantrum about an opinion, if you're going to have a tantrum because you can't come with me on something or, you know, because I set a boundary, you're going to have a tantrum. I'm just, you can be alone with that tantrum. I have two kids. I am a mother and a single one now. The last thing I'm trying to do is coddle another adult. I have an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old who are going through a lot of emotional things in their life. They're going to need me forever until they're grown and they can come and follow their mom as long as they please. And I'll be there for a friend if she's in an emotional state about her own life. But when it comes to my life, how do you feel that, how does a person feel that they're allowed to be in an emotional state over your life and your decisions and your boundaries? It just makes no sense to me. As a friend, hey, homegirl's having an issue with her man and she needs a shoulder to cry on. But I'm here. Cry right here on the shoulder, girl. I'll move my hair, lay right here. I will be there for you. That's different. That's me being there for a friend as emotional support for you and what's going on in your life. People need to really sit and separate that shit. What's going on in my life does not, you don't have the right (laughs) to like get so high strung about what you think I should be doing or how you think it should affect you. This is whose life is this? Are you my husband? Like, I just feel like people should really sit with that really fucking sit with that. I have such, um, I have a small friend group, but they are amazing women. Amazing. When I say I have amazing women in my life, I have amazing women in my life to the point where genuinely, when I was like speaking to a, a therapist and she was, I was getting depressed because of all of my answers to her questions were fucked. Like she was rating my life and my emotional state on a one to 10. And it was just making me fucking sad. Cause I didn't realize how fucked up and sad I was. But when you see it on a a graph, it's like, fuck. But then when she got to the question and said, do you have good friends in your life? My answer was 10. I have amazing women in my life. So it it really matters. Do you know how uplifted I felt when that answer was 10? It was like, yes, like I may only have five to seven of y'all, but like y'all are some real women. So if you're listening to that and you're one of them, I love you and appreciate you. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all do. Y'all probably all are my main 
people on this podcast right now. I do have some amazing women in my life and I don't have to have these conversations with them because they just get it naturally. But I've had to weed people in and out of my life who can't handle the truth or who can't handle having a difference of opinion or who can't you can't open up to because it's not a safe space or who can't congratulate you without hating on you or who can't watch you have something without it being about them somehow. When I tell you, once you weed those people out and you only have people, I could call a friend. If one of my 10, or seven, if one of my seven friends is in a rough ass place in their life and I call them with some good news about myself, do you know that friend isn't going to give a fuck about their state? They're going to come and tell me congratulations. And I would do the same for them. If you can't hear that your friend is in a happy space in their life, that means you're not supportive. That means you're negative. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it. What the fuck? I'm saying it like it is. So I guess this podcast really became about friendships. It really did. Like you, you can't, cause I just feel like sometimes when you get to a certain age, like when you're grown and you're, when it comes to family and it comes to people in your life, like those are a friendship at the end of the day. And you can not be a friend with a family member. Like you really can, like you can just not be a fucking friend. Like you're always going to be blood, but like it is what it is. And sometimes it can be hurtful when you realize like someone really, really close to you has to be moved to a different position in your life because in order for you to get where you have to get, you cannot talk, take that. It just can't like, I'm so, I had a long ass relationship that lack that really pulled on my lack of peace, like really placed me in a place where I had a battle to be at peace every day. Do you think now that I left that behind, I have space in my life for anybody who's not anybody. I'm telling you, not anyone. And I just think that I'm not saying it's always easy because sometimes that shit will make a bitch cry. Like, I'll be like, damn, like, I can't tolerate this. Right. I'll be knowing what I have to do. But the little girl in me needs to cry it out. I just really feel like I hope this resonates with somebody. But you really do. You have to be mindful who is in your life. Like, and that's just it. business endeavors. You could have to cut a business partner off or you could have to cut ties with a job because it's like it doesn't matter. We have one life. I'm and the way I'm looking at it, I'm 33. I'm young in some people's eyes. I'm old in some people's lives. That's what 30s are. Like, if you ask a 12 year old, they're gonna be, oh, she old. You ask a 50 year old, they're gonna be, oh, she young. Like, but what I do know is I do not have the time anymore to waste any more seconds, any more minutes, any more weeks, months, years tolerating anything less than what I deserve when it comes to people. If you cannot tolerate, hearing the truth or whatever, whatever it may be. If it's any of those things, like if you're greedy and you want to latch on, if you talk too much shit, I can't talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I can't, like, I I just, I just can't. Like I, I need to be able to just move towards the goal. Like we only have so long before we old and can't walk and the knees is like all tripping out. And like, we can't, we not as young as spry as we used to be. I'm not wasting one more second of my youth. I'm not. And I hope that whoever you are, I don't give a fuck if you are 12. Don't waste none of your time from the beginning. Like, you know, like, just don't. Like, we just can't. I don't really know, like, how to, like, digress on this topic. I really don't. But right now, for me personally, I just feel the gossip in my my life about me specifically is taking me so far back in time. I'm just like, why am I being talked about? Like, I just don't understand. And it's just, I find it quite frustrating. So if you're one of those people, I quite frankly don't care. Like I said, I'm gonna say what I gotta say. This is my podcast. Don't tune in if it offends you. Um, I just don't understand why there's a lack of checking in and making sure someone's emotional state is okay. But there's a humongous gathering of talking about someone who's not in the room. Like, 
I'm not that one. Like, I'm just so not her. If somebody said something to me about someone, I'm going to call that person immediately. And not only am I going to ask them if they're okay, I'm going to tell them who said it. I don't care. Hey, <laughs> I'm tell- because guess what? You, I need, the, if as a friend, as a friend, you need to know who is not a safe space. You really fucking do. You really, truly fucking do. I just can't. Like, I'm no longer operating in any more spaces that aren't safe unless I like know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it's one thing, if I'm in like at a social gathering, okay, this is obviously not the place to talk about my personal fucking life, but like maybe on a one-on-one side conversation, if it feels right with one individual, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know how to socialize and have a good time, but when it comes to the inner workings of my life, who sits at my fucking dining room table with me and clinks glasses and we talk about our goals, it's not about to be nobody who doesn't fit those molds. It's not going to be anyone who's not emotionally mature who I just don't hey I've outgrown it (laughs) like and I don't know like I just felt the need to talk about this today just because outgrowing it feels good you know like it feels great to not have the time it feels great to not let anyone make me insecure it feels great to not let anyone make me out of body mad if it just really does like you're not I'm not I'm just gonna be like ooh, actually I'm gonna go ahead and take a step back from you because you're trying to pull me somewhere that I don't want to go. So I'm going to go ahead and not do that. Like, you're not going to tell me, you're not going to try to come into my life with some shit, some shit I specifically told you not to come in my life with. I used to find myself like, oh, I remember saying something about that, but I'm going to just be nice about it. No, I said something about that. I'm going to say that again. Like, period. I just feel like confidence and self-love are heavy in my like what I'm working on and I just can't like (sighs) I don't know I just hey maybe it resonated with somebody maybe it doesn't I feel like I should digress because I'm just like gonna go on a tangent for a long ass time about all kind of shit but just be mindful who's in your life and even if it hurts go ahead and figure out who needs to be moved around i love the idea of moving people around instead of cutting people out because some people do need to be moved to f list like girl don't call me don't talk to me goodbye but some people don't you know some people like oh maybe we could still be friends but not that type of friend so i'm gonna just leave y'all with that information and maybe the next podcast will be more peaceful like i said i think i'm gonna go ahead and try to like record two this week and maybe do the um Maybe do the goals and 2024 resolutions for Friday. Um, we'll see. No promises. But I may. I just made a blah, blah, blah. That's why you should uh, go ahead and turn on those notifications. If they Do they have notifications? I'm a YouTuber first, but I don't know. Like, But go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Um, at the latest blather, my personal page is Venice Not Like the Beach. And I can't wait to see you guys in my next podcast. Please don't forget to leave a review. I said see you guys. I can't wait for you guys to tune in to my <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to tune in to my next podcast. Um, leave a review because I think that's all you can do. And yeah, thanks for listening. Peace.